0: Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Karskowski near Christian Center Shreveport doing our daily podcast. So you're glad you joined us. Israel at war is our focus. And today I want to build on the significance and the importance of us standing with them. And what is the reason we owe Israel or owe the Jewish people our faith and our hope in this hour? Pray for peace, Jerusalem City of our God. Their salvation was poured out for you, the atoning of the Lord. Once your streets Filled with joy, ranches raised up high. Lord, we ask for the restoration of Jerusalem. We ask that, Father, it become the very thing you prophesied it would be in the earth. And, of course, we're going to be the new Jerusalem one day. That's what the book of Revelation tells us. Well, welcome. It is Tuesday, the 17th day of October, 2023. Israel in crisis, and we are trying to lay a foundation prophetically why we stand with them, and also to look beyond <clears throat> the natural war, which is very important to watch and see what the Lord's doing behind the scenes. If you are, I'm not trying to always promote our stuff, but we're we're trying to put as much content out there on this topic as we can, so that you be informed as a believer and as an intercessor to pray. But we did an interview yesterday, uh, Monday, on our noon live stream, video live stream. Um, You can go to all our platforms, uh, YouTube, Rumble, Facebook. And we did one with a friend of mine and a friend of our ministry, Lauren Siegel. Her parents, Barry and Bati Siegel, run Vision for Israel. And if you would like to give in this time to Israel for the needs and the humanitarian crisis that's being created... You can do that by going to vision, visionforisrael.com. Uh, we know this ministry personally. We've been there many times. We have sowed into that ministry for 20 plus years. And you can sow into that ministry there, visionforisrael.com. And uh, amazing. But the interview yesterday was so encouraging. As we began to talk about she's a Messianic believer, lives in the land. God had her in America and told her to go back to Israel in August. And then when she gets there, this all breaks out. And so she knows she's there for a time such as this to be one who's in the land. We gave the dream we had. The Lord told me the only thing keeping darkness back from Israel was the believers in the land and the saints that put their feet on the ground and pray and push back the darkness. And so she's there for that reason. And we just bless her. And you can go watch that interview. It's worth your time. Uh, just go to, like I said, one of our platforms and you can watch that. Well, I want to keep building on why I talked a little bit about Sunday in our passage, in our sermon about why, um, the covenant purpose of Israel and the earth. And today it, it may go a little bit longer, maybe in tomorrow of why we owe the Jews or, owe the Jew uh, or Israel. And, um, you know, this debt of love, this debt of purpose of standing with them. Now, when anti Semitism is abounding and it's growing right now in America, it really is uh, protest rallies. Now, I realize those are isolated, but the media loves to highlight them, which then creates energy. Uh, as we know, it, it's perception is power. And if they're perceived as being uh, influential, they will have power in the halls of Congress in the halls of uh, leaders in the country, and they'll Be given a platform we know right now that god is is uh, causing nations to stand with israel but we know that's going to deteriorate in the days ahead because one it's an antichrist spirit but two there's always the groups that are trying to find a way to attack Uh, russia brought before the united nations a, a ceasefire requirement which was shot down by the security council which was good I think that was kind of hypocritical when you're bombing civilian uh, communities in Ukraine and you telling them to stop, and you're not stopping, so that was a bit hypocritical. But nonetheless, as we go through this process, I want to start with the conversation that Jesus had with the Samaritan woman. And that is found in John 4.22, where it says, Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. I realize that's the King James, but ye, Jesus was referring to the Samaritans. By we, he was referring to the Jews. So he identified himself, obviously, with the Jews. He spoke as one of them. In the last book of the Bible, in Revelation 5, 5, Jesus is called the Lion of the Tribe of Judah. And that's a name in which the word Jew is taken from, Judah. And it's very important for all of us to understand that that is a way in which Jesus specifically identified with the jews and that this i this id he had identification he had did not cease with his eternal life with his earthly life i should say but it still continued in in scripture after his death burial after his resurrection and that goes on for all of eternity that's not going to change now you need to put that in your in your data bank about what we're dealing with it's equally important for us to acknowledge the truth of what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, salvation is of the Jews. So this is indisputable. It's historical. He said it. So without the Jews, we would know, have no know what? Patriarchs, fathers of the faith, right? No prophets, no apostles, no Bible, no Savior. So it would dep- you deprive us of all these, how much salvation would there be left for us? None. None whatsoever. When I've heard replacement theology sermons, Uh, by intellectual people amazing intellectual people uh they when they talk about the fathers of the faith they go back to the catholic fathers and these are spirit-filled apostolic prophetic people and they want to honor them i'm not saying there's not uh, they're worthy of some honor but the fact they're not the fathers of our faith they did not lay the foundation for our faith they built on the faith that abraham isaac and jacob david samuel the apostles, the prophet—I mean, the, the apostles, the prophets although they built upon them, but they were not the fathers of the faith. Now they may be a father in the spirit to somebody, but not the fathers of the faith. So, in other na- all na- all nations of the earth, we we have to say this: we owe all that is most precious to the spiritual inheritance that was to the Jewish people, and this is true of us all, whether we're whatever nation we are american arabs africans a- a- asian european doesn't matter russians it doesn't matter we all owe a spiritual debt to the jewish people that cannot be calculated so this is my point is as we lay this foundation you're understanding why we have to stand with them in this battle you know we see this as americans we struggle with france a lot you know we rescued france in the in the war and multiple times and yet they will speak against us and not uh, exo- and, and honor America and the state. Now, that's not the French people. I'm talking about the government. And, and that, that bothers us. You know, they, sh- they owe us a debt. Not that we want them to you know, bow to us all the time, but at least remember we, we shed blood on the shores uh, of France for them to have their liberty and their freedom. And this is a great debt, right? It can be paid back by honor. Well, we owe the Jews this great debt as well. The Bible makes it clear that God requires us believers of all nations to acknowledge this, thing, this debt that we owe them. That, that, that can, we can't repay it, but we can honor it. In Romans 11, Paul is writing mainly to Christians, and especially to Gentiles. The Roman church was having its issues of trying to exalt itself above the Jewish people. And in verse 13, he says, for I speak to you Gentiles. He reminds the Gentiles of their debt of what they owe the Jewish people. And he warns them against adopting any arrogant, unthankful, ungrateful attitude toward Israel. Look, if you hear this in the church right now, I'm not saying you have to publicly rebuke somebody, but I'm telling you, you better recognize the environment you're in if they're not honoring this. And if you look at this chapter, you'll see that Paul uses the name Israel to refer to those who are Jews by descendant and distinguish them from Christians of Gentile descent. In other words, he does not use Israel as a, a synonym for the church, which the replacement theology people do and Remember back in chapter nine he says through Isaac, this lineage comes not through the other Ishmael and the other children that that um, Abraham had in verse thirty and thirty one. Paul sums up and uh, what he's been saying about this debt that we owe as Gentile believers toward Israel. For the sake of clarity, you know, we want to put in here that either Israel or the Gentiles, and you know, if you understand this, uh, besides the pronouns. So, for as you or the Gentiles in times past have not believed God, yet not, have now obtained mercy through their speaking of Israel, their unbelief. Even so have these, speaking about the Jewish people, also not believed God, and through you, the Gentiles, mercy, they Israel, may obtain mercy. In other words, let me put this where you can understand that. Because of the mercy of God that has come to us as Gentile Christians through Israel, God requires us to turn and show mercy to Israel. It requires it. So how shall we fulfill this, this great debt that we owe? Uh, and, and I'll just give some practical ways. I've learned these through some of my teachers and stuff, but I think it's very simple, but we can lay these out for you. First of all, we can express an attitude of love, love and true relationship with Jewish people. And I think that's very important. You don't have to force yourself on them. Just tell them. And right now, I want to say this to everybody's listening, and we said this on the live stream yesterday. It is a time where Jews are looking for who is their friend. Look, can you imagine how vulnerable they feel right now with protests, pro-Hamas protests, uh, radical Muslims around the world uh, in Berlin this week or last week, um, marking Jewish homes, putting the star on their homes? You know, this is the type of stuff they're looking for friends right now. Um, You know, most of the time when we look at evangelistic tools that are out there, witnessing or preaching, whatever, they don't reach the heart of the Jew. They don't go to their heart where they're hurting, where they're vulnerable, where they're in pain. And many times what we do as Gentiles, as as evangelical churches have done, it, it alienates them. It makes them mad. And uh, I even have talked to Jews who cannot stand churches, who tried to be Jewish, you know, and try to be, I call them wannabes, Jews, being who you are. It's an amazing how apparently hard uh, the outside of a Jew will melt when confronted with love that is unconditional, and I'm not trying to force myself on you. And I, and we've experienced that. We've done that. I, I've been working with Jewish people for so many years. It's a grace that God put on us, but you can have that grace too. In, in the 19th centuries, uh, when when the Jews were dispersed to the nations, um, that's one of the things that, that they did not encounter was love. They just not, especially then. It was really anti-Semitic in the church. And for the Lord... And for his purposes, we need to stop trying to make converts out of Jewish people and let us begin to pay the debt of love. The Bible says to have no other debt than the debt of love, right? And that's what it takes. And, and I think that's one thing that I've experienced with them um, is that is that they need somebody who's going to not judge them or anything and just say, look, I'm here for you. Number one question I always get is, why do you love us? Why do you care about us? And when I share it, they, there's a disbelief because they've not seen that demonstrated. I have lost count of how many Jewish people I've met and talked to that said I was the first Christian they ever encountered. Now you think about it, some of them and they're they're adults. Some of them are young people, but think about that that and the, uh, this whole thing of fearing talking to them, When I find out they're a Jewish person, man, my radar, my Holy Ghost radar goes up not to target them to take them out and bring them into the kingdom of God. I want them to be in the kingdom of God, yes, but I want to show them love and let them know I have done not only with works, but with my heart, I've loved them beyond just doing something of giving to some Israel fund or and buying Israeli bonds, which we've done, you know, things like that. But everything you do for them puts you in a position where you can have greater influence to be a friend to them. Look, they know persecution's coming. They also want to know who will take care of them. Will you be one? Will you be one who says, I owe a debt to these people who have fought through the Old Testament to keep the faith alive? And then the New Testament, when the Bible came alive through Christ Jesus and he became our Messiah and the early church was Jewish. And Look, I'm not here just a Jew lover. I'm a God lover and God loves the, these people regardless of their sin. Just like he loved you while you were yet sinner, he died for you. Father, raise up a company in this group, the 318 Company here that what will stand and show this debt God and also demonstrate it to the people, Lord, you have called by your name. All right, lady. let's come back tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Report. We hope you enjoy the platform and all the revelation we release to encourage you, build you up. Remind you that you can go to our website, or our app, find out all we have. We have a bookstore there, too. We had uh, our author in our church Sunday, Randy Grigsby, uh, write uh, a book about the Holocaust and, and raising up and saving children during the Holocaust and the Hadassah story, if you know that story in Israel. I'd encourage you to go to bookstore and order that. We want to bless Brother Randy, but we also want you to know the story of what God did for you, for all of us. We want you to be blessed today. If you want to give, go to our website or app. We thank you each and every one. All right, see you tomorrow.